Welcome to the Hope is Not a Plan podcast, where we address tough questions head on, face our problems, and highlight our hopes by providing actionable planning steps to improve ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. Now, let's get logged in and get locked on to this episode of the Hope is Not a Plan podcast. Welcome, listeners, to another unfiltered Friday edition of the Hope is Not a Plan podcast. Today, we're going to dive into the messy, complex world of 360-degree feedback. This was one of the elements I talked about that makes a good leader when you're coming into leadership is getting feedback. Let's face it, though. Some of these questionnaires can be hit or miss. Uh, They leave employees feeling blindsided, managers scrambling for answers, and, well, depending on where they go, HR drowning in data. But fear not. We're going to crack that code, right? We're going to help you make a 360-degree feedback survey, questionnaire, etc., that is actionable, balanced, objective, confidential, and relevant. So buckle up because we're about to get real about feedback. Before we dive in, though, one, these are my opinions, not those of anyone I've ever worked for or work for now. And let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. 360-degree feedback can be scary. It can expose weaknesses. It can highlight conflicts. And it can leave egos bruised. But done right, it is a powerful tool for growth, both personally and professionally. Because like I talked about in episode one, balanced life, if we're not balanced outside of work, we're not going to be balanced at work. So some of these truths that hit us, maybe they reflect something that we're not doing in the workplace or not doing outside the workplace or both. So let's approach this with an open mind and a commitment to creating a feedback culture wherever you are and whatever um, profession you're in that fosters development, not Dread. All right, everybody, let's get on to the good stuff. Here's five key ingredients for crafting a 360-degree feedback questionnaire that will get you results. One, it's got to be actionable, right? This means the feedback should be specific and actionable. Instead of saying, John's a good communicator, ask, how can John or you, how can I improve communication skills in team meetings, right? So if it's about somebody else, or if it's about you, how can I improve this specific thing when I do this other action or during this other time? This empowers both the giver to give more specific feedback and concrete steps for improvement and the receiver to help develop a plan on how to get better. So actionable, not just big broad statements. Number two, balance. We're all strengths and weaknesses, right? The purpose and a good 360 degree feedback questionnaire captures both sides of the coin, right? So it shouldn't just be you're awful at this. They don't do that. I feel horrible when this happens. We want to include that, right? Because that helps us craft our message or the way we act or, or how we do things, but don't let the negativity dominate. Okay. Highlight positive things as well, right? So balance the positive feedback that you give with the negative feedback that you give. And instead of negative, let's say the opportunities for improvement, Right, Because that's how we're going to develop is keep doing these things, maybe stop doing these or change these things. And I like that way of asking a lot better. Right, What are three things that I'm doing that are helping you uh, be happier at your job or be better at your job or the team? What are three things? And I like to put numbers on it. Um, you don't have to, I guess, but you know, it's kind of a three up, three down, three things that are going well, three years for improvement. But rather than that, it's it's what are three things that I should stop doing or that I could I should change to better support you or the team. Number three, it's got to be objective. This is where that ego's got to move move aside. It just has to. It's got to be open and less about feelings, right? More about facts. And it should the questionnaire should focus on observable behaviors and their impact. 
not just the subjective opinions and personal biases, right? That's that's not a good thing to do when you're giving or receiving feedback anyway, to have those biases and personal opinions, but to really be objective and we, I observe these things and it's impacting this way, positively or negatively, right? Because impacts can be positive. So again, the questionnaire should focus on observable behaviors, their impact, not subjective opinions and biases. This ensures that the, fair, the feedback is fair and constructive. Number four, confidential, right? Not, not everyone wants to raise their hand in a meeting virtually or in real life. That's um, why most people in a meeting and at church sit in the back, right? Uh, that's not necessarily anonymous in that aspect, but not a lot of people like to be out, out in the open. When it comes to giving objective feedback and knowing I'm going to say this thing about this other person that I hope helps them, but I'm worried about how they're going to take it, it's got to be objective, right? So you can set up surveys using things like Microsoft Forms, SurveyMonkey, all these other tools where you can say capture the info on the person or don't capture the info on the person and let it be anonymous. Anonymous. It's buttons you click. There's there's a lot of survey tools out there. Um, and you can assure them when you ask for feedback that, hey, please take some time, 10 to 15 minutes, fill out this survey. I won't know who said it but it will really help me shape how I am as a leader and how we can be as a team, right? Employees need to feel safe and comfortable providing honest feedback without fear of retribution either, right? That, you know, that, oh, you said this thing and now I'm going to give you a different assignment or some nonsense like that. Um, ensure that through whatever platform and clear communication about the results, right? Like I talked before. So make the tool work for you and be anonymous and make sure that anyone you're asking to give you feedback knows that it's anonymous and it will not be shared. It's it's for me, um, it's for the development, and that is a reassurance. It's a good kind of communication strategy as well, right? Number five, it's got to be relevant, right? It should be relevant to the employee's role, to your role as a leader, um, and to the responsibilities, not just a global, you know, how am I doing? It's it Make it specific, you know, how am I doing as the leader of this group? How am I doing at this specific task or this group of tasks, this kind of area that I focus on. Um, when it comes to communication, would you say that blah, 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 right? So it is relevant if communication is something that's that's critical. Uh, if it's not, which really applies to everybody, so that's kind of not a great example. But don't ask about, right, a skill that someone never uses. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna send a 360 degree survey out about programming uh, HTML or another code, SQL, right? Because I don't do that. Last time I did HTML was probably in the 90s when you had to do it for websites. It's been quite some time. So I'm not going to ask about that. I'm going to ask about leadership things and maybe project management tools and other stuff that I do use all the time that I want to get better at. Um, you know, or or a project that someone wasn't involved in, right? So I don't want to I don't want hearsay. Hey, this project that you weren't in, but this other person was, can you tell me what you think about it? That's not helpful. That's just gossip, right? It's it's silly. So so instead, we'll ask on this program, in this project, and then formulate your question, right? Keep it focused and targeted. Again, maximum impact. Maximum impact is what we want. We want to make sure that we are getting that actionable feedback so I can both understand the actions I was taking and what I can do um, to be empowered to improve them. I want it to be balanced with positive and negative feedback. I want it to be objective. Don't just you know give feedback based on emotions. If you're emotional about something, maybe don't do the survey at this time or don't ask for it at this time. Um, I want it to be confidential. Know that the tool we're going to use is confidential, and I'm not going to tell everybody anybody. And um, that the folks that we ask to fill it out know that. And and the the fifth thing is that it's relevant, right? It it's, has to do with what 
I want feedback on the job I do, the project I've been on, or or something else. Here's some tips for the design as well, some more specifics. Keep it concise. I mentioned 15 minutes. That's a good rule of thumb. 15, 20 minutes is how long it should take somebody. Clear, concise language, right? Not a ton of jargon, just very specific asks and direct asks. Um, there can be multiple options, kind of like mixed open-ended questions and multiple choice ones. Um, really, if you want to hone in on a certain skill or or you know, give people a choice if they can't think of like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, that can help. And then pilot test it, right? Send it to maybe a peer or your manager that you're not going to send this to and say, hey, what do you think about this? I'm going to send it to my team and, and get their feedback. Um, but 360 degree feedback is a journey, right? It's not a destination. And we should do this every now and then quarterly, twice a year, whatever good tempo, not just once a year, right? That's the whole concept of a once a year review, you know, it isn't helpful. We should be meeting with our teams regularly. We should get their feedback, give feedback, um, but it's an ongoing process, right? That requires commitment from everyone, from the people that we've asked to give us feedback and from us to absorb it and make our own actual improvement plan. Um, and we we focus on the principles I talked about before and make sure again, that it's actionable, balanced, objective, confidential, and relevant. Then we can create a feedback culture that drives growth of ourselves, of our people and improves their performance and empowers the employees to be them best selves. Right, so you all that are listening, if, if you're ready to ditch the duds and design a 360 degree feedback experience, use these tips. Share your thoughts, questions, you know, war stories um, in the comments when I post this on LinkedIn. I'm Kevin Pinnell, or on Twitter or Instagram, hopes h o p e s n o t a plan. Hope's not a plan. And thank you so much for fostering this feedback force for good together, and for realizing that while. Hope is not a plan. Good plans will give people hope. I hope you all stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And I wish you all Godspeed.